0: Thanks for dropping into the cast party. Join the cast and crew as they are spifflicated from their Hollywood film set into the crazy world of Dungeons and Dragons. And action! The cast and crew is truly the greatest community this side of the TTRPG world. And, at 150 members of the cast and crew, we're making Jet throw on some short shorts and filming a D&D-themed workout series called Sweat with Jet. Get this, we are less than 40 members away, so head on over to patreon.com castparty to become an official part of our cast and crew. You'll also receive exclusive behind the scenes info, monthly one shots run by different cast members, an invite to our community discord where we host live listening parties for each episode of cast party, community run games, and even game nights with other members of the community as well as entry into our merch giveaway that we do for every single Cast Party episode. Speaking of, this episode's merch giveaway winner is Sir Wolf. Shirts, hoodies, stickers, and so much more over at cast-party.myshopify.com. Thank you all so much for listening. Enjoy the episode, Cast and crew. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cast Party. My name is Colin McManus, and I will be your director for today. I am joined by my worried cast and crew, Ryan McManus. Hi, Sebastian Vivaldi Greensleeves, an emo at heart musician who has always wanted to go on a cruise, but was scarred after having to watch the Titanic movie in high school. He would obviously bring Daisy along if he ever went on a cruise, and has an underlying fear that he'll play his last song while the ship slowly sinks. This doesn't, however, change the fact that he loves pirates and enjoys sailing. But the second it's referred to as a cruise, the panic starts to set in. Boats should not be that big. What would his last <laughs> song be if he, if
1: he knew the boat was going down? Sugar, I'm going down sinking.
3: I'm going down, down.
0: Helena, just so long and good night. Oh, <laughs> mm. <laughs> Anna Brisbane.
3: Blueberry sky. Elven druid actress trying to save the world through art. Who was born and raised vegetarian. She has never consumed meat. And as a kid... Learned about animal cruelty and environmental benefits of veganism, so she has been vegan since she was 13, when she also successfully bullied her parents into becoming vegan. She has also refused to date any guy who didn't convert to veganism, but of course, whenever they broke up, these guys went straight back to eating meat to spite her, and it worked and hurt her every time because for some reason she was always convinced that she genuinely turned these guys vegan for life
0: oh that's actually sad oh,
1: oh. Mm. <laughs> just every guy was that i can fix him mentality and then. <laughs> <laughs> and we have nigel deacon who's smooching uh xander gucci supreme who's been having this recurring dream ever since he moved to la where he's in a world that feels weirdly similar to fendrea and he's pretty deep into a relationship with someone named elenia and like dreams are dreams right so like That's not even a super weird, bizarre dream on its own. But what's weird is that in these dreams, Xander seems to have these like deep memories that go back years and years. Um, When he wakes up, he has that like recognition of something in a dream without the details. So he knows the memories are there, but he doesn't know what they are. Basically, what this led to is Xander working on a theory that he had a life on some other world or realm or reality. And something happened that brought him to Earth. Now, you might be thinking, but he has memories of being a kid and stuff. But Xander puts some merit into the idea of Last thursday a And accepts that the whole universe could have been made last Thursday, and everyone's memories were artificially implanted by the higher being that did it.
2: What?
1: He's not big on God, but especially now he believes in magic and brainwashing. So he's getting more and more convinced that he actually grew up in a magic world and knew this uh Alenia. But like, hey, sometimes dreams are just dreams. And also, shout out to Bobby on Instagram. Uh, she put Xander into her character's backstory, so it felt fitting to fit hers into his a little bit.
0: Oh, that's so so cute! (laughs) Hell yeah. Finally, we have
4: Vince Perino. Jet the Boulder Chambers. It's going to be a short one today. It's probably going to make Colin a little upset, if I remember from talking with you last week. We're bringing it back to food a little bit with Jet. He's never had a steak. That's fine. What? Jet is is a meat enjoyer, but when it comes to just a regular beef steak, he's never had one.
3: That's, That's not fine. accurate for the life of an actor. You are, you are served steaks against your will. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to these fancy events.
4: He, he he politely declines them. They gross him out. It's a texture thing. Okay. He know, He sees that they can be like chewy and he's heard and he's seen in other movies and, and he sees the little bits of fat on them and he says, meh. That's fine. Steak's <laughs> overrated anyway. True.
3: It absolutely is overrated, yeah.
1: True. Yeah,
0: but it's still good. Yeah. Let's talk about what happened last time. The group of you started underneath the Magistrate Barracks seeing Travis's dead body. While Redstream cleaned up the markings put onto the ice to make fun of Travis, the rest of you explored deeper, finding a magic wall with a sigil on it from decades past, explosive markings, and Kianopa's dead body, headless and cased from the waist down in Obsidian. Redstream began recounting the events through his vision, he explained how Ilana killed Travis instantly and then the two of them had a battle. Kianopa was holding her own until she cast some spell and there was a symbol on the magic wall. After that, she was exhausted and succumbed to Ilana's power. Continuing to search, you found a chasm down below with the skeleton of a large creature. Redstream again recounted this. What he deemed goddess gave Ilana some sort of power before it exploded around her weakening the goddess, and Kianopa appearing from nowhere. In a fit of rage, Ilana killed the goddess with a lightning crack and a massive sword of ice that pierced her heart, before slapping Kianopa and teleporting away. Kianopa tried to save the goddess to no avail. You all began leaving this place of destruction, for a red stream told you that something needed to happen to the still-asleep guard in the quarters above. None of the Destined could be seen going anywhere near the barracks, and he had seen you all. After some arguing on the subject, Redstream went upstairs to take care of the guard, while the rest of you jumped in the bag of holding, and Blueberry flew you out as an owl. Arriving back at the tent, Jet was emotional, not happy with how things were going, and in a fit of, not anger, not rage, maybe desperation, a large pebbles appeared in front of him, licked his face, and trotted him around the Evergem. After a brief moment of calm, a song of rest playing in the background, you decided to head back to your airship. You met back up with Cloud and decided to head to the graveyard outside of Faramore, where Fable's flower spit you out the first time. You got the ship in the air and went to sleep. Awakening as Cloud shouted you were approaching your destination, Jet, you saw your right arm, completely white, with sharp, black fingernails. Now, Jet, you are lying against pebbles in the ship, looking at your hand as you hear Xander munches loudly on baby carrots and Sebastian exits from the captain's quarters. And so the scene is set. The question is, what will you do next? No, 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 guys. Guys, no! I know, he's eating baby carrots again. We gotta stop him. It's getting out of hand.
4: What's wrong with baby carrots? No, get over
0: here! What's happening? What's the matter? Look!
4: What is happening to me?
0: you
1: paint your nails?
4: Do you not see my arm?
1: I mean, we were just in the cold. It's just like a little
0: bit of like... Not tan?
3: No, this is different.
0: I don't think Frostbite would do that.
3: What do I do? You can move it normally? You have full control.
4: I... I think... let me... throw something at me.
1: I'll throw a baby carrot at him.
4: I try to catch it in the air. Dexterity check, DC 10. God, please fail. 17! I... I just grab it in the air with my hand. Does it... does my hand feel different? Like, does my entire arm feel stronger, weaker, harder, softer? Better, faster?
0: Nothing about your strength changes, but definitely harder. Almost denser.
1: Can I poke him with a knife? Ooh, again? Yeah, but not the jeweled one. Just in case. I'm not going to hurt you. I just want to see, like, are you, does this, how, how does this feel? And I'll just, like, lightly stab him a
0: little. Where are you poking him?
1: In the forearm.
0: It feels sharp and pointy, and, like, at one point, it's just a little bit too much, and it does break your skin a little bit, and you start to bleed. Just little drops of blood. Yeah, dog, that's still just your arm. How do my fingernails look? So your hand looks white. You can see that even some of the lines in your hand don't look as deep as they used to. And then some of the wrinkles are gone on the backs of your fingers. And it goes up to the fingernail where instead of having like this nice pinkish gradient, that white top, it is completely black. And it almost looked like that blackness is coming from beneath.
4: With my other hand, I want to grab one of the fingernails and just try to tug on it.
0: Ow, no, oh. It definitely feels like it is embedded in your skin. Like this is your fingernail. Son of a bitch. What did you do?
4: (laughs) Man, does it look like I know?
1: This started when you like slept in the in the room
4: over here, right? The in that like musty hammock room. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it started then. I, I can't remember if it started before that.
3: We met some dragon people. Does it look like their arms?
0: Give me investigation or nature.
3: <laughs> Five.
0: Oh, woof they did have claws right now it's not like this a you know, one to one by any means or his arms don't have scales and his hands aren't disjointed in a different way or anything like that
1: yeah he do be looking a little smooth.
3: smooth
1: yeah look at his fingers he ain't got the creases
0: I'm gonna walk up and take his necklace and pull it off around his neck and I want to place it in his hand just hold on to this real tight in the clawed hand, okay, I'll, I'll hold on to it, grasp it. So you're talking about the the pendant his mom gave him, the one, yeah, the one that was lighting up. With that
4: in my hands, I'll cast Lay on Hands, just like one out of my pool to see if it does anything to my hand.
0: Roll me a Religion check. <sighs> oh, shit, seven. You have. Your hand clenched around this pendant. You push some energy out of your arm into it, as you see all of your fingernails grow in front of your eyes.
3: Baby, don't do that! What did you do? What? Wait, wait, wait! What did you just do just just then?
0: Did you just push your hand so
1: hard that nails grew further out? What the fuck kind of magic trick is that?
4: I don't know. I I thought maybe I'd just try to make myself feel better, like how I, I've done with you guys, and I guess I failed. I mean, like, do you
1: do you feel okay? Like, aside from being like nervous and anxious right now, like, do you feel like
4: physically fine? Yeah, I don't know. I I feel normal.
3: Do you want to trim your nails?
4: We could try. Xander, get get a blade out. Try to try to just cut the tips of the nails off.
0: That seems like a bad idea.
3: I mean, I have a nail file.
4: <laughs> oh, you got a file? Yeah, let's try that.
0: Yeah, we got we got a couple we got a couple minutes before we land. Like maybe just dull them a little bit.
3: I mean, it'll take some time because they're pretty long, but might be better than a dagger.
1: I mean, if you need the dagger, I got you, bro. It's, I've, I've spent enough time in the desert where I got that toe
4: trimming skill. Wait a minute. Before we do that, let me try something. Just gonna go to the wall within the ship and just try to claw at it. Give me an attack roll. Nine. Open hand, take a claw,
0: like, slashing. Beauty and the beast. <sighs> yeah. You take your clawed hand and you you leave some nail marks.
4: I don't know what the hell to do here, guys.
3: I think we should bring you to a temple of some kind. Because maybe it's a curse and maybe they can Lift it. Or just figure out what's going on.
0: Or have access to healing that we we don't have.
4: This seems like it's growing so fast. I, I just don't want to be too late if this starts to take over the rest of me.
3: Well, we're headed back to Faramore. There's a temple there.
4: But we have to check on Matthias. We have to check on Kingsley.
3: We can do that first if you want. Or if you want to go to the temple first since... Hopefully that'll be really quick. We could do that first.
4: No, no. I I can wait. We have to get to Kingsley.
1: You won't be any help to him if you're not doing well. There's no sense in running into a battle, a potential battle if you're going to be uh prepped on by whatever is going through your fingernails right now. Do we do we even know where this temple would be?
3: Yeah. Mhm. It's with the trees, right?
1: The moon trees. Mhm. Is it right in the center of town?
0: With the little
3: cart. They had
0: insomnia falafel right outside. We we ate by the moon trees.
4: What if they can't even help me?
3: Only one way to find out.
0: <sighs> if it would make you feel better, we could get back to town. Go to Matthias just super quick. Make sure it's not burned down and everyone's still there. Once we have eyes on Kingsley, we book it back to town. As long as we know like he's good, your next priority there, bud.
4: What if we get there and we see that they're not okay? We can't just run away.
3: We deal with it.
4: So what are we proposing right now? What, what what are we laying on the table?
3: Go to the school. See what's up.
0: As long as we just know that everyone is there and everyone is safe, that's it. Then we just book it into town. Kingsley's our only real worry at the school right now. And as long as we know that nothing has harmed him in the slightest bit... We don't need an explanation. We don't need to know what the magistrate even did yet. We could just run and take care of you super quick.
3: We can't make decisions now based off stuff we don't know. So let's just go to the school and see what's going on.
4: Yeah.
1: Maybe we'll get lucky. And and this is like a blessing in disguise. Like it's just like a new
0: way to protect yourself. True. And I punch him in the arm. Does it hurt? That's what I'm trying to find out. (laughs) I mean, Jet's always been pretty muscular. You'd think it'd it'd probably hurt to punch him no matter what happened.
1: Dang it. Is it cold?
0: Oh, yeah. Like, what's his body temperature? I feel like I would have noticed when I put the pendant in his hand. If I, like, if I grabbed his hand and then placed the pendant in it, would I have noticed anything there? His hands are definitely clammy. Ew! It almost feels like you, like, lost circulation in this arm but you could you could still move it and do everything totally fine. It's kind of chilly. Do I still feel warm? You're not particularly, like, super warm, but you're, like, sweating a little bit.
4: <sighs> do you guys think this could be evil?
3: We don't know.
4: I don't think your emotions have changed too much
1: since this happened. If anything, you've been more emotional in the opposite direction. Right now, it, if, it, if you're feeling okay... And you're not noticing anything different other than like the visuals of what we're seeing right here. You're probably all right for now.
4: While he's saying that, I'm just going to kind of hold my arm up into the sky to get a better view of it. Twist my arm back and forth. And um, I'm going to cast Divine
0: Sense. All you detect within, I believe it's 60 feet of you, is one singular fiend who you know to be Nomura.
4: I guess you're right, and no, I'll just bring my arm back down and just walk towards Pebbles and start Patner. How about the rest of you? You guys doing okay? Nothing weird is happening to you? You haven't done anything weird, had anything weird happen to you, like me? I was a little hungry last night, but
0: according to Blueberry, I'm an unstoppable killing machine.
3: I what? I never said unstoppable. I, <laughs> um, I don't actually know most of what he really said to you the whole time, but Yeah, you went somewhere.
1: Didn't didn't you say there was like a big like eyeball monster or some shit? Yeah. Some sort of
0: demon. And now I'm I can't be afraid.
3: So he was like, what do you fear? And you were like, what's your name? And he was like, what do you fear? And you're like, well, what's your name? And that that'll be it. And he said he was the harbinger. And he turned into this scary fucking monster. You know, that big buff guy with like the kind of mohawk situation. He turned into this thing and told you that you weren't allowed to run. And that if you ran, he would always be there. I don't know. He had you on that harness thing, I think, so that if you ran, you couldn't really go anywhere. But yeah, you seem to be like hallucinating something that I wasn't seeing because you were freaking out about something else other than the freaking monster guy standing there so I don't know you got really emotional for a sec I'm not sure what was going on um he, he turned back into himself and then you came back to your body and forgot everything
0: yeah I I don't know what you're talking about I remember none of that I just walked up the stairs he put the harness on me. Do I remember uh, actually inhaling the the smoke? Ooh. Yes. Hmm. Because, yeah, after I opened that door, he, he made me smoke that stuff. Oh, yeah. Was it DMT? I don't know. He said just take this, and then he made me, like, inhale some stuff. Got all up in my lungs.
1: Did you see the time knife? I don't know what that is. Okay, might not have been DMT then.
3: I don't think he knows what he saw. He made you forget.
0: I remember inhaling that stuff, and then he told me to put the harness on. I do remember starting in the harness by the door, and then I woke up, and then I was just in the middle of the room.
3: Yeah, I mean, you ran, and you were like, I don't know, fighting something? Or got hit by something? I don't know, you froze up?
0: Like fighting things for real?
3: Well, I couldn't see anything other than the monster guy.
0: Maybe that's why my magic was all off for the rest of the day.
3: Oh, yeah, you got really exhausted. I mean, you were casting spells, but I couldn't see what you were hitting.
0: Interesting. I wonder if that had to do with Xander and Jet losing the invisibility.
3: Yeah, I mean, maybe you cast something that was concentration or there was a moment where you looked paralyzed.
0: That would do it.
3: It seemed like he was really intent on the fact that you cannot run. You have to always fight.
1: All right. Maybe we can maybe we can test that real quick. I'm
4: I'm going to run after Sebastian <laughs> and I'm going to fire an Eldritch Blast
0: at him. Okay.
3: I'm also going to wild shape into a big old bear. Oh, Jesus. What the hell's going on?
0: (laughs) And I'm going to do laps around the living area. If Xander does actually try to hit me, I'm going to cutting words. (laughs) I'll fire a, a warning shot at him. Just the one. Give me a normal attack roll and you're trying to warning shot. So if you do really bad, it might not be exactly a warning shot. Okay. Probably the best roll I've gotten on an Eldritch Blast in a while. 23? Bruh. Oh. Wow. (laughs) Bruh. (laughs) I do my lap around the living area and I'm just yelling at everyone to stop. And then I end right at the dining room table and I look at the Tower of Cards. Don't you fucking take another step towards me or I'm going to knock it over. I swear to God. (laughs) Oh,
4: shit. I'm
3: going to slowly wild shape again into a giant ice spider, but it's, like, slow, so spider legs are just growing out of this bear, and I'm, like, lumbering oh. towards you. Oh. Stop! And then pincers come out of my face.
1: You got to run away, bud, if you want this to stop. Fire another one.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, that one's even better. 26. Oh, my God. You're able to shoot it right between his feet on the ground, and there's like a singe mark. I just stare at him, and then I smack the Tower of Cards over and run up to the top of the ship. Does that count as running away? Sebastian, you run up to the top of the ship. Ah, option. I was just about to ask where you guys were. I need to know where to set the ship down. Oh, hi. Um, there, There's a graveyard... Outside Eagle Hill. Yes, we are close to Eagle Hill. Perfect.
1: Eldritch blast flies over his shoulder.
0: Down, oh, Jesus! <laughs> uh, somewhere, somewhere over there. It's totally fine. Okay, I will find a nice clearing.
3: Okay, thank you.
1: I'm trying to reconstruct the card tower.
3: Turn back into myself.
1: Any any side effects from running away there, bud?
3: I feel normal. Okay.
0: Dang it! I was hoping I would be unstoppable.
1: <laughs> Better luck next time. Hope the next brainwash gets you better.
0: (laughs) After a few more moments, the airship starts to descend. It gets locked into place and you guys can feel the elevator-ish sensation of going like straight downwards. All right, options. Would you like your little rod back or should I keep it here?
3: I'd love to use it if we don't need it to keep the ship down here.
0: Yes, we just need it during takeoff.
3: Okay, great. I'll take it.
0: So we are just a little bit south of that graveyard. I found a nice clearing. We should be very well hidden and safe. So just head north and you should end up at that graveyard there. All okay. right. Thanks, bunch Thanks, Cloud. Thanks, Claude. Thank
1: you. Cloud Daddy. Thanks.
0: Oh, shit. I, I forgot Daisy. Sorry. And I run back downstairs. And I smack the card tower over again and run back up. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you saw nothing.
4: Oh, you're going to get it, Sebastian. As we get off, I'm just gonna jump on, or uh, I'm going to crawl up on top of Pebbles' back, and <laughs> we'll see.
0: That sounds sad. That sounds like you don't know how to get <laughs> onto the back of an animal. <laughs> <laughs> He's crawling. Jeff probably doesn't have horse. Actually, he might. For he might have had to take horseback riding lessons for the movie. I know, like Lord of the Rings, people did. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Did you know that Vigo Mortensen? Yes. <laughs>
4: Stop it. <laughs>
0: Pebbles does that dog thing where almost like they're getting ready to run or for a treat where they get down really low, but the haunches in the back are still up a little bit, butt shaken. So you can get onto the beautiful pink saddle and then starts trotting all along the others made you guys head north. As we get back to everybody, I'm just going to run. I'm going to have her run by
4: Xander and I'm just going to give him a little smack in the back of the head as I get to the front of the group.
0: Why? What did I do? <laughs> um... Hey, okay, guys, I know we're I know we're in a bit of a rush to get back, but we we don't really know what's waiting for us. I, if we have time, maybe Fable has something fun we could use to help out if we do have to end up fighting. We're going to be right by the flower. Yeah, we got a lot of extra coin too.
3: 20 minutes tops.
0: Yeah, real quick. Nothing nothing too crazy, just in and out. See if she has like explosives or something we could use. Maybe
4: she knows something about my arm.
0: She might. Yeah, she's been around forever.
4: All right. All right. Let's stop there quick.
0: You head up to this graveyard. You finally seek this again, broken down cobblestone wall. Some of these cobblestones have fallen over. You're able to make your way into the graveyard. But in this graveyard, there's an older woman here. And she's cleaning up one of the graves. You can see she's like pulled out some of these weeds. She has a bouquet of flowers, and she is trimming petals off of them and dropping them on top of one of the graves. Oh, Blueberry, I... There was one of the graves, like, Darian or Damien or something. Remember, it was, like, the only one that was, like, kept up when we left the Underdark.
3: Was it that one? I don't know. You should know. I don't remember which one. It's a whole-ass graveyard, Blueberry. it? It was in that area, right? Ish. Yeah.
4: With my armor and everything on, is my arm visible? Your hand would be.
3: You want a mitten?
4: Uh, no, 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 no mittens. No mittens, please. I I think I'm okay with that. Like if you could make a mitten out of like, you know, flowers or something, I'd wear that, but we don't need Xanders. That's okay. No, I threw those away. Every time I got them, just like straight into the woods.
1: Oh no. I hope like a bunny doesn't try and go in that. I don't know what the heck would happen
0: there. Maybe it's just like a hermit crab situation, but like for all eternity.
1: Oh,
4: oh no, I can never get bigger.
3: Do we want to avoid this lady or?
4: Well, we kind of have to go to where she is, don't we? At least close by. We have to go under like a
0: bush. This is a pretty small graveyard, 40 to 50 gravestones total. So you could try to sneak by if you want to find the area. Let's just pretend we're
1: grieving at another grave.
0: I don't know if we should pull the flower if another person's around.
3: Do the flower petals she's dropping look like persificis? When we got to the Darien Swelton death date only gravestone, I have the note Persephysis flower underneath to prevent growth of nightshade, which something undeath is what I wrote.
0: (laughs) Nightshade you knew had something to do with undead. At least from a distance, it it very much looks like the same color. What does that mean, Blueberry?
3: I don't know. She's trying to prevent nightshade from growing.
0: There's no birthday? You might not have known when it was. How can you die but not know when you're born?
3: Bad childhood?
1: (laughs) Amnesia?
4: Maybe it was a stillborn.
1: That actually makes sense. I guess it, it could have been a child that was
4: stillborn. I never thought of that. Because they were never technically born, but they were dead before they were born.
1: That might have been, like, the most sense you've ever made, Jet.
0: Yeah, that got real sad, though.
1: Anyway, let's pretend to mourn a grave while we wait for her to leave. Because we don't want to lead her into fable.
3: Yeah. Yeah, let's wait.
4: But we're in a hurry, man.
3: So go talk to her and get rid of her.
4: (sighs) Um, alright. Come on, Pebbles, let's go. We're walking over towards
0: her. Ooh! not seen anyone here in years. Harry slowly gets up from her seated position. She's knelt down and she uses a little bit of a cane, pushes herself up. Uh, what are you doing
4: here? Oh, hi, hi. Yes, hello. I'm I'm just here with my friends. Um I
0: don't have any gold. I've no, no, been no, no, robbed no. far too many times to keep it.
4: We're not that kind of people. Let's listen. Are are you uncomfortable? You you look like you're hurting. Can I help you in any way? Just old bones. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that.
0: You don't need to be sorry. You just need to be sorry for yourself in a few years. Oh!
4: <laughs> Gestures the cane at you.
0: Oh, that's... It'll happen to you.
4: That's good. I, I like that. Luckily, I got this guy, and I hold my hammer up. To, you know, uh, that's my cane for now.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> you won't be able to carry that into your 90s.
4: Oh, I, I hope I make it that long. <laughs>
0: You look strong, you'll make it. Little old me did.
4: Yeah, here's here's the hoping. So, I was just wondering, my, my friends behind me, we're all here to, to see a old friend of ours. They like to have things a little more personable.
0: If we're two rows back, what's the gravestone directly in front of us? Give me a name. Uh, Fargo Williams. Vargo or Fargo? I like Vargo better. All right. Oh, Vargo! Oh, ho, ho. Ah, this is interesting. Yes. None of these graves are well cared for. I-, I assumed these were all forgotten.
4: Oh, we're we're from a ways away. It it takes us. We can only come every few years. It's one of these moments that we really cherish on our own. And I thought it'd be nice if I could try to clear the area for them to have their moment alone.
0: I don't blame you. I used to come here every day. Now with the old bones, try to come once a week or so. I understand it's better to be alone with your loved ones. Yes, yes. Here. Shakily, she hands you two flowers. As I
4: go to grab... The flowers from her hand, as our hands touch, I'd like to use some of my land hands to see if it'll help her feel a little bit better.
0: She just shifts her hips a little bit. Here, lay these on the gravestone.
4: Thank you. What what are these?
0: It helps prevent nightshade from growing.
4: Nightshade? I, I don't believe I've heard that.
0: Nightshade is a dark omen. It means undeath is near. I see. This is greatly appreciated. Apologize. Give me one moment. And she just moves over to Darian's grave. Pats the top of it. Hope to see you again the next few years you're here.
4: Absolutely. Now that I know you come every week, we'll try to come on the day that you're here.
0: Normally try to come the day the sun is highest. I will see you around. Maybe. Take care of those bones. She starts slowly hobbling northward. I'll try my best.
4: Fargo. Fargo. Fargo's done. He's hes not even real. Well. Um, well. I, I think he's. I guess he, he, <laughs> he, he, he was real. Yeah, but he's not anymore. I'm very real and I hold up my arm.
0: Oh, you're right. Okay, pull that shit. You guys, pull up the flower and make your way down. And you see a little shop known as Fable's Fixations.
3: You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to Lipsandads.com now. That's l i b s y n dot com.
0: Strange happenings are occurring in the world of Exandria. Slayed creatures and beasts from days of yore are returning to the land of the living, and it's up to a band of unlikely heroes to re-slay them. Welcome to the Reslayer's Take. Join Jasmine Bular, Jasmine Chung, Jasper Cartwright, and Caroline Lux, alongside Game Masters, Nick Williams, and me, George Primavera, in this Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition role-playing adventure through Critical Role's fantasy world of Exandria. But don't worry, you won't need to know the rules to follow this story. All you need to know is that nothing the players do is scripted or planned, and their fates are determined by their own cleverness and the role of a 20-sided die. So what the heck are you waiting for? Adventure awaits in the Three Slayers Take. New episodes drop weekly on Mondays wherever you stream your podcasts. Immediately, you see Flash doesn't even lift the head off the couch, but the tail starts as you guys walk in. And you see your little pixie friend, goggles currently on, looks up. I'll be with you in a minute. Okay. It almost looks like she's welding.
2: Um, it's just not working. Hello, how are you? Hi.
1: Oh, we're doing okay. Well, how are you?
2: Oh, great. I've made some wonderful progress.
4: Hell yeah. All right. Great to hear. Some progress on lots of
2: things, I hope. Yeah, we're, we're kind of in a rush. Do you have anything new? Oh, yes. Would you like to see by wares?
0: Yes. Good God. Oh, so many things. Oh, good Lord. Oh, my. She tells you that she has...
2: A new ring? A set of dice, a large scepter, a balloon, and a beard.
0: You have a beard? What?
2: A beard! Yes, you like the beard? You want to see the beard? Sure.
0: She shoves it on your face, and it's like a fake beard that hooks behind your ears. And it is a very obviously fake beard. And this is the beard of Entangle, and it allows you to cast Entangle once a day. And that was created by Earthos Creations on Patreon. That's sick. It's it's a little itchy. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if I like this. I'm gonna I'm gonna give
3: this back. I don't I don't know
0: if I want it. All right. Does anyone else want a beard?
3: No.
1: I already got one there, buddy. Uh, what's this? This ring of it looks like it's got a parrot on it.
2: Th- this only works for people who can change into animals. I do that. What? That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. This is called the ring of the parrot. What is that? I can already turn into a parrot. Well, yeah, but if you're wearing it, you should be able to talk while you're in an animal shape. (gasps) Whoa. What? It allows you to keep the vocal cords the same. Well, not the same. Like, if you're a bear, you'll be like, oh, I'm a bear. I can talk like a bear. That is the most helpful freaking thing
0: I've ever heard in my life. Oh,
2: my God. Okay, how much? 700. Oh. Ah, jeez.
0: I'll drop some on that, Blueberry. Good Lord, I wish you could talk.
2: Let me at least tell you about the other stuff. I got these dice. They're 25 gold each. These are called the escape artist dice. And you, you throw them and then stuff happens on the ground. Help you get out of sticky situations.
4: Why Why do you have like a used uh, condom on the table?
2: Oh my God, what? It's a balloon.
4: Oh, oh.
2: This is the balloon of protection. And Cinnamon doesn't like it. It's the worst. I made it for Cinnamon. And so like a small rodent sized creature could squeeze into this uninflated balloon. And this small, rodent-sized creature can do so as a free action as long as it has access to the balloon, and then when inside, the balloon inflates and closes, protecting the rodent inside. The balloon, like, lifts about, like, ten feet in the air and it becomes translucent, and it doesn't allow magic or physical damage of any type to hurt the balloon or the rodent inside. As a bonus action, like, as the owner of the rodent, I could like have the rodent assist the party member with a look in the eyes or a cute face or a little dance providing the help action for the next D20 rolled by the party member. And this was made by Megan on Discord and Patreon. What does that mean? Where's Discord and Patreon? Patreon.com slash castparty to get access to the Discord family and also get exclusive bonus content.
1: Anyway, can I buy this ring? I like this one. The, uh, the peephole ring. I can see through my hand. That's fucking wild.
0: Blueberry, I will 10,000% go halfsies on you for that ring so you can chat with us.
3: That sounds like you're 50% going halfsies.
0: Is that not what a halfsies is?
3: 10,000% going halvesies would be like you paying for more than all of it, you know?
0: You're right. I don't want to do that. I'll, yeah, 50% <laughs> halfsies. Isn't that
3: 25%? Or maybe 100% halfsies. I don't know. Um, Halfsies? Really? half. No, 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 no. It's okay. I'll Okay. What if what if we're getting this people ring already? Can we get like a little discount? Like uh one fifty
2: percent off or something? I don't know about that, but maybe like fifty gold off. I'll take that. We'll see, is, is there anything else you want? Like look at this thing.
0: She brings out a large scepter that's got this red bauble on the top. This
2: is the return to scepter. What? I get it. And you can use a reaction to send a magical projectile back at the caster. It requires a dexterity saving throw or spellcasting saving throw to work, and the DC is the spellcaster's spell save DC. Cool. I got too many staffs. I
0: kind of already have mine, too. Oh!
2: Can I see them? I, uh, I give glances to everyone. <laughs> you you know I could just, like, combine them all into one.
4: What? Whoa. What do you mean?
2: For how much? How about as long as you buy two things or more today, I'll do it for free. And it'll take me about four minutes.
4: Dawn, that sounds
1: like a great deal.
3: I'm with it, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I want this balloon too, but okay. um,
4: Blue, if you promise the next time we're here to help me get my little friend up there and I'm pointing at the squirrel, you can have the balloon you have to promise me I am I put my pinky out this is an unbreakable promise okay you gotta help me next time okay we cannot leave here next time we visit without cinnamon okay all right I'm grabbing the balloon on the table
0: yeah that was 500 gold so let's do the the calculations after so blueberry you're handing over your stabs
3: yes pulling them out of the bag of holding. My first staff, the willow staff, and Desideria's staff. Can you
2: choose what it looks like? I mean, it's kind of just going to take aspects of all of them.
0: Can you choose what it smells like? What What if you throw in, like, a piece of lavender? Like, that's kind of staff-like for a tiny one like you. <laughs>
1: what? They will take elements of the lavender, so will make it smell like lavender. <laughs>
3: Do you just have lavender on you? Can I druidcraft lavender, a sprig of lavender?
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, look at at that. (laughs) Um, And then she puts it in the machine. She immediately puts her goggles on, (laughs) starts the machine and flies back really quickly. And then out of the other side, you see a staff appear. It is wooden. It's got knotted wood. And at the top, very much that willow tree look. And then there are lavender sprigs all over it. And then Desideria's staff comes out of the machine.
2: <gasps> what? That's weird. I've never had this fail before. I mean, it combined the other two, but not this one.
1: Oh, no. Wha- Uh-oh.
2: Why? Can
3: you figure out what the deal is with this staff? It it wasn't ours. Yeah,
2: give me a minute.
0: She gets this little magnifying glass that goes on her eye, and she starts looking at Desideria's staff. So as she's looking, you grab the Peephole Ring, the Balloon of Protection, and then the Ring of the Parrot. So total, that comes out to 1,750 gold. Take 50 gold off of each one. So it's 1,600 total. You can decide how to split it up.
3: Oh,
1: all right. I'll give you 500
4: for that one. I gave 500 for mine.
3: 450 for a Balloon of Protection, not 500.
4: So I'll just take 50 back.
3: 700 for ring parrot Actually 650 I'm going to pay 500
0: Oh I said I would split it
3: I know but that seems silly
0: Okay well just let me know what you want
3: So you pay 150
0: Alright easy enough While while they're all over there grabbing their new things And like playing with the staves I'm gonna walk up to Fable And slide slider 100 gold If we come back Do everything in your power to make sure that squirrel isn't here, too. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) (laughs) What? Do you say this aloud? I'll message it to her. Non-functioning. Gone entirely. Destroyed. I'll leave that up to you. Wink. You
4: son of a bitch.
0: So you guys start getting your stuff ready. As Fable finishes looking at the staff... She comes over, flying with it quickly, and she throws it at you, Blueberry.
2: Out now! Out! Get this out of my shop! Is it cursed? Yes! Get it out! Get it out! Get it out! Get it out! Ah!
3: I'll stuff it into the bag of holding. It's in another dimension now!
2: I've never seen something like that gem before.
3: What does it mean? What should we do with it? Destroy it. Get rid of it. I don't know. If it's magical, it's gonna be so hard to destroy, right? Volcano
2: would be probably best-
4: Do we just need to destroy the gem?
2: I don't know if that's possible. Oh. But I need it out. Okay. Thank you. I leave.
1: I'll follow. Thank you, Fable. Have a great day.
3: Thank you.
0: Good luck.
4: Walking back, I see the uh, unbreakable chains on the table. And I'll snag them real quick and just drop as much gold as she needs for it and walk out.
0: As you do so, she grabs your finger oh what is this
4: um oh yes that's right I'll undo the entire bit of armor on my arm so that she can see everything I I felt a little warm as well
2: it's like aggressive frostbite but you can feel your hands and what is this black
4: it's I don't know it's like deep in my fingertips do you know anything about it have you seen anything like this Uh, What do I do? Does it hurt? No, I mean, at first, this has been gradual. It it was stiff in my shoulder. I kept feeling... off. I could still move it and everything, but... when the day started, this happened.
2: If you start turning to stone, come find me. For now, I think it's fine. Stone? What do you mean, stone? There are evil things out there that can turn you to stone. You've heard of a basilisk? You can still move everything, so I think you should be Okay. Okay. It's definitely not a curse.
4: It's not a curse. So what, what else could it be?
2: Do you keep going to that insomnia falafel place? I keep telling everyone. That's just disgusting there. It's
4: uh, listen, it's great. We had a great meal there, okay?
2: I get it's delicious, but it will it will give you diarrhea. I'll take diarrhea over my arm. I don't think that's where you want diarrhea. <laughs> 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 oh my
4: god. I slam the money on the table and start walking out
2: wait you need to know the password
4: it's something something about food isn't it
2: pork rinds
4: ah thank you
3: as i'm outside i'm going to shove the bag of holding into jet's hand and and run back inside and and give her 25 gold to get a a die
0: all right how's everybody feeling ready to walk ready to go so you have made this route before and it is in no way exciting You follow the path just out of the cemetery towards the north, and then you follow west. It's covered in forest and trees. You are out in the heat, sun out in the sky and no clouds. Walking for some time, you hit the main road, and then going to Faramore, you just take a southward direction. It's just a few miles further. From this way, you know that Matthias is not too far off the main road. You don't even have to go through the main section of Faramore. And you come up to the long path leading upwards. Towards Matthias's. The gates are currently open. That's a good sign. I hope. And there is a man with a clipboard standing at the gate. It is a large humanoid turtle standing on two legs. He has pretty thick glasses on and is wearing a magistrate bandana around his ankle and nothing else. No. Whoa. We went. We went. Okay, hold up. Dip behind this tree, super quick. Hold on. Yeah, we're not going up to them. First off, Turtle Man. Whoa. Second off, Magistrate.
3: Uh,
4: yeah, he sees ankle. What the fuck, man? So they're here.
3: So in Chandra's journal, there was like wanted drawings of us. Yeah.
1: Oh, we we already look different from that. Kinda. We changed our looks since we got since we went there.
3: Mostly just clothes. Blueberry, your your hair was blonde in the picture. Yeah, I'm the only one who changed my hair. I changed my hair.
4: I turned my hat around. Have we seen any magistrate since we've changed? It might be a good idea if we change again. If we've seen any magistrate, they could have reported back.
0: The problem is, he's got that clipboard, and he's probably checking names, like at the club. We can't give fake names, or he's not going to let us in, and we can't give our names, because they will take us away. So what do we do?
3: Well, we had fake names... When we enrolled, right?
0: Oh true.
3: Sky Johnson?
0: And
1: I was uh Alex? No, I was Shell. Shell.
3: I don't remember
0: what my name was. <laughs> I don't either.
1: <laughs> uh I think Jets was like stealth bomber or something. <laughs> <laughs> what was my name?
0: <laughs> oh no.
1: You're you're absolutely right, Blueberry. We did have code names so that we weren't, like, super obvious when
0: we were there.
3: To be clear, I'm not wearing my yellow dress right now. I'm wearing my, like, green traveling clothes.
0: I can just change my my jacket. I don't remember my name. I mean, I kind of forgot I can just go invisible, so, like, that that also works.
3: But that'll tire you out some. What if we need that later?
0: Maybe we can just find a place to, like,
4: break in. Like, just, like, hop the fence. I mean, let's just maybe even just walk by and talk to this man, not even act like we're trying to go in. See what he's doing.
3: What if we're recognized? What if he asks us our names? We got to know what we're going to say. He's got a clipboard. That's people with clipboards ask you what your name is. That's what they do. Well, it was Wolfgang. It was Wolfgang. I was Wolfgang something. <laughs> okay, well you need a last name. Nah, no, just give him Wolfgang. Yeah, that's fine. It was
0: Wolfgang von 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 Shakespeare. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh God, my brain hurts. Oh.
3: Jet, what was your name? Shell Bomber? It wasn't. It didn't even. It just sounded like a secret agent name, not like a.
4: No, wasn't my name just Jet? But with one T. It was oh, Jet yes. with one You're T. You're
3: right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> See, we got our names. We got our names.
0: Let's just walk right. We're up. good. Yeah, we're good. We're good now. We got this. Okay, yeah,
4: we're fine. We're fine. Put, put on a new jacket.
0: It's a tan duster. I don't know.
1: I'll swap out my cloak of billowing for the other cloak.
0: You walk up to this turtle man.
3: Hi there, folks. Looking to enroll in the university?
4: Uh, the students already.
3: Oh, welcome. We were taking a bit of a hiatus. Some time to find ourselves.
0: Yes, that's fine. So... I don't know if you know, some of the things have changed at the university, so you will need to just go see the recruitment officer so you can get your new
3: schedules. Uh huh.
0: Okay.
4: What
3: are your names? Uh, Sky Johnson. Sky Johnson.
0: Found you.
1: Uh, Shell.
3: Shell. Oh,
0: you are like me? My name's Sheldon. You got it, buddy. Ah. And, and Jet and Wolfgang von Shakespeare, I found you. So, I don't know if you've heard about the new classes. We have new classes on mathematics, science, uh, understanding magic, gardening, cooking. Uh, and we're implementing some more trades in the near future, like blacksmithing and leatherworking. But you have to wait until at least the winter for those as the construction just began. Matthias never told us
4: about any of these. Uh, is, is he around? Can we talk to him about it? Oh, he'll be in his office. Oh, good, good. Okay, we'll make our way there.
0: Make sure to knock him in. Uh, Fulton have been spending a lot of time in there together.
4: G- Fulton. Right? Yeah. Um.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. His name is Commodore Fulton, member of the magistrate. He's been helping uh change the university quite a bit. Uh-huh. Oh,
4: how how long has he been here for?
0: I don't know. Four or five days.
4: Oh, so that was about when we left. Yeah. Okay. No, it wasn't. We were. We've been gone for like weeks, bro. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. You know, it's been so long. I've. i I need a rest. I've been walking all day.
0: So, if you'd like, you could just uh, go to the main atrium and speak with Matthias, or or someone there will guide you to the recruitment officer.
3: Okay. Great. Thank you so much, Sheldon. Happy learning. <sighs> we pass him. Have we met Commodore Fulton?
1: On the ship. Mm -hmm. He walked up to us in the ship the very first time we were on the ship.
0: Oh! Jatoba's ship.
1: Oh! Because, like, I got all up in that guy's face for, uh, and then Fulton, like, broke up the whole thing.
3: But he didn't know us as enemies, right? We were just people on a ship. Just
0: people on a ship? On the ship.
3: He didn't learn our names or anything.
4: No. I think we're good. We got to go to Matthias the hell's going on around here i'll jump off of pebbles's back and just tell her hang out outside here just keep keep a lookout okay let me know if you see anything suspicious
0: you start heading up that winding path around that large watchtower there's some students outside frisbees being thrown some people laying out on the grass eating food you can smell that someone just got insomnia falafel takeout and like brought a bunch back for this like group of people having a picnic The doors to the main atrium are open. There are some guards here in uh, magistrate armor.
1: Just keep walking like nothing's wrong. We belong here.
4: Head down like we're going to class. Looking away from them so they don't see our faces.
0: Walk right into the atrium. You can see that there is a little bit of change in the atrium. There is a front desk now, which there really didn't used to be. And there is someone here. They're currently talking with another student, it looks like. But you also know that Matthias' office is just right around the corner.
1: Head right towards that.
0: Yeah, just dip on in. You head right to Matthias's. Knock. Students, good to see you again. I hope your vacation went well. How was Hyannis?
1: It was great. It was great. Yeah, no, we... Uh,
3: really hot. Yeah.
1: Sunny as always. Like,
3: we were not used to that kind of heat, you know?
1: Eventful. The hiatus in Hyannis was great, so... Come in,
0: come in. Wonderful. Did you get to spend time in the water at all?
1: A little bit. Sort of. Yeah, Yeah. we we did some more like parasailing kind of stuff.
0: Oh, fancy.
1: Yeah.
0: He brings you in and you can see that there is a big man, black plate armor standing in the corner. Beautiful black plate on that looks like ocean waves curving around his chest. Well, I hope none of you got sunburnt. Not a fun thing to deal with this time of year. We are pretty safe. A little bit on our necks on the walk back, but that's about it. So I gather you have seen some of the differences at the university while you were gone. Well, Commodore Fulton here, Commodore Fulton gives a little nod, has assisted us with moving this university away from magic and towards a more proper and prosperous university, just like we had been discussing before you
3: had left. Oh, that's so exciting.
0: Oh, nice to meet you, Commodore. Thank you. We're so excited for our new classes. Commodore Fulton comes closer Commodore Fulton Though I think you know that He points to Xander You look familiar
1: I just got one of those faces
0: Have I ever arrested you before?
1: Oh no 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 You know I haven't been arrested in at least like 15 years so like we good Where do I know you from? You know actually You look kind of familiar too Do you you ever drink? Ever hit the bar? Not often Normally on the seas. Mm, I got you. I got you. I I was at a bar not too long ago and there was a dude that looked a lot like you. And let me tell you, he was he was an expert drinker. Like he he could hold his own against anyone. Let me tell you. So you look a lot like him. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like brother, cousin, you. I don't know. Could be you.
0: He glares at you for a second. And he takes out an ornate black box that he puts on the table in Matthias's office. Please, sit down and discuss. He opens the box, and you can see a familiar clear orb. He simply places his hand atop it as it becomes filled with black smoke, and then these smaller white orbs fill, almost like stars. And you can see that they don't immediately form an arrow in any direction, though there is a general trend of these orbs towards you. Fulton looks at you all with a raised eyebrow. Students, we should sit. Uh, let's talk about your vacation and uh, your new classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Excited for leatherworking? I'm hyped for the blacksmith class. So the changes here are magnificent, are they not? I, for one, am so pleased with the help the magistrate has brought us in ridding us of the villains who was employed here that was teaching our students the negative ways of magic behind our backs. Who could that have been? I can't believe someone would do that to us. And you can see Commodore Fulton staring down Matthias. I am not allowed to say. There are ongoing investigations as to if this individual had help or had swayed any of the students into the dark arts of magic. Oh no. Oh, been there. We don't have to worry about that, as you are model students, and I told Commodore Fulton before you even got here that you were going to be my prime helpers in changing this facility into a non-magic facility. Cool. Good, Good. yes. Awesome. Well, it's so great you are back. I'm so glad you had a good time in Hyannis. We do need to get your new curriculum all set up. Would you please go visit with our recruitment manager just down the hall, and they will get you all set up with your new classes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It... Is is there any classes that we should be looking
4: for specifically? Is there any that Kingsley recommended that we should join?
0: <sighs> Commodore Fulton starts walking around the table, stands directly behind you, Jet, puts a hand on your shoulder. We have not found this Kingsley student here. No, he's just a longtime friend of ours.
4: He was thinking about joining. We, you know, we'd been students for a little while. He, he thought maybe he would join too, uh, with all the good that we have been talking about here. Deception check.
0: Fifteen. I see. I look forward to meeting this Kingsley. He stops holding your shoulder. Oh, you want to hear about the new classes? Uh, I I know one that you will just all love. You have to take it. It is called The Magic of Woodworking and Carpentry. I highly recommend. The professor's actually here today. You could even visit him in his office after picking out your classes. I am sure he would love to speak with any prospective students. Uh-huh.
1: Great. You know Jesus was a carpenter, so we all got to walk the the righteous path. <laughs>
0: Why don't you go see the recruitment officer?
3: Okay, thanks, bye. Yeah, we
0: got, got it. it. Wait, wait, wait. Students, I forgot to ask. When you were in Hyenas, um, you were able to stop by my dock, right? Uh-huh. You remembered, right? I asked you to check up on my small boat that was there. It's a banana-like boat. It was taken... I wanted to see if it was returned, but it was taken. I was hoping you could find my boat by chance. Uh, Uh, um, Yeah.
3: (laughs) Did we remember?
1: You know what? I did see it. It was in, it was, uh, it it wasn't in the dock. It was in the marina. That's why we were having a a tough time finding it.
0: Great. Yes. Just remember my boat has been taken. I messaged Blueberry. Canoe! Canoe! Canoe, 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 canoe. Sebastian, with your passive perception, as well as Blueberry with your passive perception, you can see that the orbs in the center of the table are starting to make more of a line towards you.
3: Oh, I got it. Let's go uh, go talk to the... Yeah, okay, thanks. Uh, We might have to take another look for your banana boat. Bye.
1: Bye. Great to see you, Matthias. Have a great day. Nice to meet you, Commodore.
0: I'll catch you at the bar sometime. Okay, you guys head out of the office. You can see that there is even a little sign that says Recruitment Office this way.
3: Let's keep walking, let's keep walking, let's keep going mm-hmm. uh, walking, walking, not talking, walking.
0: You actually see that the door is currently open, and you see Finn is in here. Oh, newbies newbies what's what's up you're you're here to get new classes. That's right. Yeah. It's good to
1: see you again, bud. Yep. Hey.
0: Yeah, yeah. You like those owl bears?
1: Yeah, man. They were that was tasty. I only ate one. Wouldn't eat them here anymore.
0: But they are good. Yeah, no, I'll I'll save them for a special occasion. So we gotta just get your classes down. So that's so cool that you wanna take woodworking. That's such a great idea. And he already writes woodworking. Mm-hmm. Do
3: you like nature? classes or or we got an herbalism gardening class yeah and like maybe like ecology of Andrea something like that environment
1: you mean plant class what about like zoology you got anything about zoology of or like animal class <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's farm class
1: close enough yeah just sign us all up for all of these you are gonna want some sort of PE in there though True. Yoga, yoga? Pilates? Do you
3: have, like, a medicine? It's called health. Sure. It's like health and anatomy,
0: kind of mixed together. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should probably go meet with the woodworking professor.
1: Okay. okay. Yeah, he's in his office, right?
3: Upstairs, corner.
0: His office is in the woodworking classroom.
3: On the walk up. Shell can, um... Jet, with one T, borrow your sending stone real quick.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. Just a special rock. I I hold it for good luck. Wink.
3: Uh
1: Pass it to Jet with one T.
3: And I'm going to sending to Sebastian and Jet. Jet, what the fuck? Why would you bring up Kingsley, a wanted man that we broke out of prison in front of a commodore of the magistrate?
4: Um, wasn't thinking of that.
3: He had a secret name here for one. Even that I don't think would have been safe to bring up.
0: We did, didn't we? I tossed Sander my sending stone. I feel like I shouldn't be part of this conversation. What makes you think I want to be in there?
3: I don't know. You often say things you shouldn't also, so it's also worth hearing.
0: Ha, don't have my sending stone anymore,
3: Blueberry. I whispered that. Damn it.
4: (laughs) I got too heated in the moment, and my tiny little brain did not remember that, and I apologize. I am worried for my friend.
3: Okay, yeah, I know. Just, I just want to make sure you know to never do that again. I'm going to give my sending stone now to Sebastian so that everyone except for me has one.
4: Guys, I think Blueberry's upset with me, period. Send text. I don't blame her. TBH, that was kind of, that was a real
1: risky move there, bud. But we gotta, we gotta lay low.
0: I thought I was the one who gave away all the information. Goddamn. I never goof like that.
4: I messed up big time. Sad face. Send text. I throw the sending stone to Blueberry. Still in the sending, sending stone. You guys know he was talking
1: about Canula Cola, Cana. Ki- ki- giant man guard.
0: Oh, yeah. I tried to send that to Blueberry in her head, but then the, the thing started pointing at me and I realized I was being dumb. Yeah. We
1: gotta find uh la Cola Kite. Canam. Canoe. Canoe Cola.
3: Canoe Cola. Kia.
1: Kia. Canu Cola Kia. Canu
3: Cola
1: Kia. Coca Cola Kia.
3: Coca Cola Kia. Canoe
1: Coca Cola Kia. Canoe Coca Cola Kia. There it is. Yeah. Canu. Canoe. Kolokolokai. Hey, there we go.
3: So he wants us to go find him?
1: Yeah, I don't know what- I don't know what happened to
4: him.
3: We weren't supposed to find him before, were we?
1: No, we're supposed to find him now. That's what he was yeah. saying. Okay, okay. He's probably got Kingsley.
0: Oh, maybe- maybe he took him to the lighthouse. Oh. Cuz Connie was looking over the lighthouse, maybe he took him back there. For safekeeping.
1: Good call, good call. Down at the do- he was mentioning the docks. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Let's go meet this teacher.
0: You're walking down a hallway. You had to go up a set of stairs. You do make it to a corner classroom. You can see there a makeshift sign thrown up right now, and it is carved out of wood. And it says, the magic of woodworking and carpentry.
1: Can I use the peephole ring to look through the door and see who's in there?
0: (laughs) You put the peephole ring up, and in your head, you hear... You're going to use a magic God's damned ring to try and peep inside my classroom while the magistrate is direct- Put that thing away before you get us both killed! And for today, that's a wrap.
4: Surprises!
0: Thank you all so much for listening, and please welcome Marcus Territory. He will be joining us for the next two episodes or so. Join us again in two weeks. Thank you all so much for listening. We love you. Goodbye. Can love you. Bye.
3: Goodbye.
1: I have returned. Am I sounding okay now? Am I? Is this
0: all right? You good right now? Yeah. Talk louder. Go around ra 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 ra
3: I'm talking so loud. Recite the alphabet backwards.
1: I don't know how to do that. Z Y X W V U T S R Q P O N M. No, he's cheating. He's looking at his keyboard. He's
0: looking at his keyboard. He's
3: cheating. That doesn't matter.
1: I H G F E D C B A. I was not That's looking right. at my keyboard. I was staring at the wall.
3: Also, the keyboard is not in alphabetical order. How would that help? <laughs> yeah, it's
0: not alphabetical keyboard. A, it would make it
4: more confusing.
0: But, like, I know the shape of the alphabet <laughs> on the, on, no, you on the keyboard. Fuck so off. I could just follow the shape <laughs> no, backwards. You don't. Okay, okay sure. go ahead,
3: Colin. Go ahead.
0: Okay. Wait. No, I'm not gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Well, now, I don't recognize you. You say you're a student here. What's the name? Saint E. Love. I don't have you on the roster. You say you're dorming with Eric Five. Well, I don't see that name either. Wow, okay, calm down. e Flo told you to meet him here to re-enroll in the university. Well, when did he tell you that? Five hundred years ago, when War Torn Knight was the physical education teacher? Well, we haven't been open for five oh, okay, go on, I'll let you finish. Jesky Fire was the star pupil of Mr. Ash's class on how to dance, even when you got ants in your pants. That's interesting. Jean de Jesus was the mascot, but the university couldn't decide on an animal. So each student got to choose the mascot each week. Okay. Net uh, New York decided on a capybara. Well, isn't that just wonderful? Can I th- ask you- Okay. Dubworth was more of a turtle man. Well, I understand that more than you know. Lord Asselberg was the one who started the terrifying monsters trend. He started with skeletons. I, I guess that makes sense for Halloween. Oh- But Isui continued after Halloween choosing werewolves. That's just terrifying. Did it ever go back to animals? Oh, Jeff the milkman picked a cow. I mean, that makes sense. Oh, demon, demon cow. Of course, Lady Lorax did the mascot design. That's just wonderful. The the demon cow became the official mascot, really? Lexi had a petition and everything. Well, isn't that great? I believe you're in the wrong place, sir.